Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat episode 520 point. Five, 520 and one half. Uh, we're bringing you a special, extra special episode today because, uh, you know, lo and behold, once again, Nintendo has decided to drop a metric ton of news the day after we record Nintendo Voice Chat. So today we are talking about the Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary Nintendo Direct that happened just a couple of hours ago. I'm joined by my friends, Casey DeFridis. Hello. Per Schneider. 
I'm getting a hamburger. <laughs> For those of you that don't understand that reference, listen to the full episode and you'll get it. Uh-huh. And uh, and of course, uh, Brian Altano. It's a me. How you doing, Brian? It's I'm a, good. It's a you. Yeah. It was it's it was nice me. to get like this fleeting microdose of serotonin today. You know, just like a little. <laughs> A little dart. <laughs> just a taste. Just a little taste. Yeah, it was funny because I, I woke up this morning uh, about an hour after the, the direct had happened, and a bunch of people were responding to Paris' tweet about like, oh, will you do a, a mini episode? Will you cover this news? And I was like, oh, my God, it must have actually happened because we spent a fair amount of time yesterday talking about whether or not we'd actually get the news and what, whether we thought that the, the Mario collection was coming, et cetera, et cetera. So um, for those of you... For those of you that somehow aren't in the know uh, yet, we did get a, a, a big 16-minute uh, look at what Nintendo has planned for Mario's 35th anniversary. Um, and that, of course, includes the Super Mario, long-rumored Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection, and that is uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Um, we're going to go ahead and talk through all of the announcements. There he is. Uh, we're going to talk through all of the announcements from the Direct uh today in chronological order so we'll save that stuff for last but i I wanted to start with a couple of quick things today um announced throughout the course of the direct was just like a ton of merch and events across all over nintendo um my nintendo mario kart tour smash mario maker splatoon 2 animal crossing they're all getting mario specific events and items um there's a ton of toys and clothes and board games all sorts of stuff coming out between now and march 31st which um, is a pretty important date to this Mario anniversary that we're going to talk about here soon. Um, and then also Super Mario All-Stars, the original uh, SNES collection, is coming out on uh, Nintendo Switch online services today. So if you're listening, you can play those great games uh, right now on your Nintendo Switch. But let's go ahead and start with uh, the first thing that Nintendo announced that uh, probably Brian and I and Pear are very excited for because we are old men. Uh, but that is the <laughs> <laughs> that is the Mario Game & Watch uh, special edition that is coming out in November 13th. Um, this is just a, a little Game & Watch guy that has a D-pad added for smooth controls. Uh, Brian... I saw you. I saw you talking about it in Nintendo Voice Chat. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this uh, this little special goodie? So this is a really cool little toy. Uh, it looks like it's going to run about fifty bucks. Pre-orders aren't live yet, but it has Super Mario Brothers One and Super Mario Brothers Two: The Lost Levels, plus a remix version of Ball, which is one of the first Game and Watch games. Um, oddly enough, there was a Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, he's a, just this juggling guy. They just you know swapped the head onto him. Um, the Club Nintendo Game & Watch was one of the first physical uh, rewards that they did a while back, which was super cool. Um, that played uh, a single game on it um, and also doubled as an alarm clock. But the, obviously, the uh, Game & Watch is the original Nintendo handheld. It's the first mm-hmm. thing they ever made that was a port- portable system. And usually only like you'd have to buy them individually. They had one game on at a time. Uh, most of you know Game & Watch from Smash Brothers for repeatedly bringing some very truly bad levels uh, to that franchise. But uh, still worth noting because it's it's part of Nintendo history. Um, weirdly enough, there was a Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch back in the day that mm-hmm. was like Baby Blue that played a sort of like uh, LCD version of Super Mario where uh, platforms kind of generated as he ran along. Uh, very different than the NES one, but that's curiously not included here. Um, mm-hmm. But still, this is an awesome little treasure, a cool little throwback. Um and something, again, that I don't need, but I will buy. And this will now usher in yet another time where I've purchased the original Super Mario Brothers in some capacity, which I think uh, five more versions of that game at least popped up throughout this show, which we'll talk about. But um, yeah, this is a cool little oddity. I'm glad they're making it. 
it it is it is weird too like we we talked about you know what's what nintendo's next kind of standalone hardware release would be you know we're we're i think everybody was banking on n64 classic being the next one in the line this one i couldn't have predicted because it, a game and watch collection in the shape of a game and watch makes total sense right they could yeah. have done single screen or dual screen and try to like collect most of the games in there um you know they're obviously very simple and it it wouldn't be as popular as a super nes classic or an n64 classic but it's still really cool and so they try to do both right they honor the game and watch and then are releasing mario as a standalone and obviously the original game and watch unit does not have a color screen like that right, right. so there's a little bit more to it than just a little lcd uh, handheld that you're getting here mm-hmm yeah, I, I'd be interested in a Game & Watch collection, but I am also, like like Brian said, yeah. I saw this thing and I was like, I don't need that, but I want it so badly. <laughs> like, I don't I need, need to spend... It. I don't need to spend $50 on Super Mario Brothers. Like, that is not a game that in 2020 is worth $50, but there's something about this form factor, you know, the the the, the Famicom colors, like, it just taps into this special part right back here in my brain that it's like, I must buy that. I must have it. What? It must be mine. And, and I, I love it. I'm going to get it, too. Like That's I, awesome. I was going to ask you, because I know, I know you yeah. came in, you know, around the Super Nintendo era, so I wanted to yeah. know if this was of any interest to my, you at all. But So my very first game was Super Mario World, and my second game was Super Mario All-Stars. So I'm mm-hmm. very excited to kind of revisit this, because I, I haven't, honestly, like, I haven't played these games a significant amount of time since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I love, I like things. I don't know if you can see behind me, but I love stuff. Yeah. I, have a, I have a small problem with mm-hmm. things, but I really, I, I love this. I love this game and watch. I think it's really cool. I know I already have a switch. I already have a DS. I already have a phone. I have an iPad, but I want this too. Cause you never have, you can never have enough devices to play things on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I- embarrassingly, my first thought when I saw this, like when they said, and also because it's a game and watch, it's, you know, of course, it's also a clock. I have yeah. like an old style, like uh, digital clock on my on my nightstand. Uh, so I'm not looking at my phone throughout the course of the night. And the first thing I thought was like, oh, I can replace my clock with this game and watch. And that would be cool. Um because I'm a huge nerd, but yeah, there that Weirdly, is. Uh, on, I believe it was the DSi, the DS Lite, the one, the first, one of the first ones that let you go online and download apps. There was a Super Mario Clock app for that that I used mm-hmm. all the time. It was like three bucks um, and didn't have a playable version of Mario. It was just an 8-bit Mario that ran up and down and it showed you what time it was. But yeah, I woke up to that for like a, a full two or three years of my life. So <laughs> nice. So then you're right there with me. Sounds great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> right you, know what, you know what? You're right. I used to use my DS as like a kitchen timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. I forgot yeah. that was the thing. <laughs> uh, either way, I, I think that it's a super cool little throwback and, and a really nice way to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary in a way that is, you know, reminiscent of, of where Mario started, how he got his, his introduction there. So, um, yeah, very excited for that. Um, another thing that I'm, I'm excited about, and I know Pear is excited about, is Super Mario 3D World coming to Nintendo Switch. That was the second announcement here. Um, so the big thing out of this is obviously Bowser's Fury, um, which I'm curious to hear what you guys think that might be. But, um, yeah, we knew that, that, or we hoped that Mario 3D World was coming to the uh, the Switch. So, um, Pear, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what this announcement means for uh, for Mario fans on Switch? 
Well, it means that there will not be a lot of games left on the Wii U um, that can only be played on that system, right? We're getting really close now. Now we just need some more Wind, Wind Waker and Xenoblade and stuff. But um, no, it's, it, it means that um, we're getting a game that is fairly recent and looks really, really good still. Um, I actually booted it up this morning um, with my daughter to just look, look at it um, in comparison. It's a very, very pretty game. It was hampered by a couple of things when it first came out. Uh, I felt at least, right? Like first I'm, of all, being I'm, released on the Wii U. Being on the Wii U, so <laughs> where few people played it, it still right. sold a couple of mil- million units, of course. But like I felt like there were a couple of things going against it. And and I know I know there are a lot of people out there who love it. I've always felt the run speed was too low. Uh, the even the, even the like the standard movement speed was low, and you know they obviously mm. did that in order to uh, let you coordinate a little better with the other four players because it is a four player game. It's semi three D, so it's not like Odyssey or Mario sixty four where you go free explore. It is kind of like the halfway between a side scroller and a three D game. And then it was local co op only at a time where you know a lot of people um, want to play games with their friends who may have moved away, and so. Sounds like this game's fixing a lot of that. The 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 run speed is up. They made some mm-hmm. tweaks to the gameplay. The way it looks and feels is is slightly um is definitely addressed. And this game isn't even done in development. But like I booted up the uh, Wii U version this morning, and even compared to the um to the video we saw, it's blurrier. So you mm-hmm. can definitely see the resolution up, the grass textures, every everything looks a little bit more uh, sparkly and shiny. And then there's this whole add-on pack to it. And right. um, I mean, you're asking the question what it is. Like, I, I like rain. <laughs> it starts with a thunderstorm and an ominous, like, cat shrine. And there are trees with cat ears. And so that's that's all we need, right? Do you do you think it's like a like a, a pack of evil remixed versions of pre-existing levels? Because that's that was yeah. kind of what I got from it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's similar to uh, Super Luigi. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that there's something something akin to that, or I, I hope that it is like really tough levels, uh, which is which is saying a lot because some of those later levels, especially like the the end game levels in uh, Super Mario 3D World, were unbelievably hard. Oh but, God, yeah, um, I'd love I'd love to see some like really tough uh, uh, like a tough expansion for this game. Yeah, I, if I you have new levels, so I don't. I don't think they're just doing speed runs of existing no. levels. I think it's new stuff because the the style looks very different. We didn't see that look in the kind of kind of like a post apocalyptic look at the uh, Mario 3D. Like Casey, what were you what were you saying? There? I was saying it looks like I I think it will be more difficult, like you said, with the expansion. But I also think the that the way the camera like panned into that area maybe mm-hmm. it will be a more open exploration type area, right? Uh, <laughs> to add on, and maybe there will also be additional levels, but that. I just saw the um, there's a platform with revolving doors that it kind of went through. And if that open area wasn't playable, like, why would that be there? Mm-hmm. But interesting. Yeah. interesting. Yeah. It looks, yeah. If it's, to if me, it's it looks sort of great. If it's like a 3D hub world that allows you to get into other levels and stuff like that, that could be really cool. Like if this is basically not necessarily like open world Breath of the Wild ish, but like, you know, open world ish like kind of like the way the, some of the god of war games or the tomb raider games yeah. do it where there's just like a big environment with a bunch of different levels you can go to that'd be really really awesome i want to point out um two things one this is one of the best co-op games ever made hands down and if for some reason you missed out my god this is super fun and they're adding like legit online co-op to this thing um which i think hopefully will work i mean historically nintendo hasn't been the best at that but uh this seems like it's going to address some of those problems uh and two this is where uh get the thing originated from uh long time ah. nvc fans might remember 
uh, Jose Otero screaming, get the thing at me, which I believe was like a double cherry. Um, and, and me not doing it. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is one of those just like classic sort of like frantic competitive co-op, uh, multiplayer games that is super fun locally. Um, I, 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 I played this game for, I think I played, I, I almost hundred percent of this game, but the last two or three levels were like really, really hard. Um, so yeah. I've, I've been wanting to go back. Honestly, I've had my Wii U hooked up, um, just to replay this game. Uh, and I haven't started it cause I was waiting for this announcement. This is one of those like stuck in Wii U jail games that I'm so glad it's being released. I'm so glad it's being, uh, released to a giant group of people who own the switch. Cause millions mm-hmm. of more people own the switch. So a ton of people are going to get to play this game for the first time. I cannot wait to replay yeah. it. It is such a good game. That that's, how that's my do... go ahead, Pierre. No, I was going to say, how are they going to do the, uh, remember the hidden blocks that would show if you scream, it had it used the microphone it had these that's right if you if you made noise hidden blocks would appear as like this kind of like glassy outline you could you could shake you know you could do like it a shake probably kind of will like, do something like shaking yeah, yeah. i that do not sense. remember that at I all remember yeah. That either. yeah uh actually that wasn't a feature pair just thought it was and was just spent a lot of time screaming into his wii u just assuming that that's what was making it happen um well we won't have to wait too we'll have to wait too terribly long for this this is coming out february 12th 2021 just in time for valentine's day you can buy it for your perfect i i love this game i think it's a a criminally underplayed mario game i'm very excited for more people to get to take a crack at it i will personally say that that's way too long to wait and i want it immediately (laughs) february is too far i was just gonna say um one of the most fun times i've had at ign was doing that uh stream for new super mario bros u deluxe with Mm -hmm. you and brendan brian and Mm -hmm. i brendan brian Brendan, Brian, Brian, Brendan. And I, I wish I want to do this for this one, too. We have yeah. to. Yeah, that sounds like we a totally have to. Uh, s- stepping back in time from uh, a newer Mario release back to the very original Mario releases, Super Mario 35, uh, a new take on the original Mario game, uh, giving it the uh, Tetris 99 route here. So this is a, uh, a Battle Royale Mario game. I didn't play a ton of Tetris 99, although I definitely saw the appeal this looks really cool to me because it is a time attack mode uh, against a bunch of different 35 different players. And, you know, you can do things like defeating enemies. It will send them over to other screens and vice versa. Um, what do you think about this? Uh, Casey, I want to start with you. Man, uh, I have no idea what to <laughs> what to say about this. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. It completely. I don't know unexpected but Mm -hmm. i will play it and it looks honestly okay sorry i got my thoughts collected mark Mm -hmm. medina is probably Mm -hmm. super excited about this oh yeah i want to see him stream it because i believe he would run mark wreck it yeah Yeah. so mark medina does speed runs for super mario 64 and i believe other ones as well but i know that's his main jam but i think he would absolutely kill this yeah Yeah. i think he'd be very good at this as well um ryan guys did you as a go ahead no, I was going to say, did you guys play Super Mario Brothers Deluxe in the Game Boy Color? Because um, that was the first time they ever introduced a multiplayer version of the original NES Mario levels, uh, which was um, you basically race against a ghost, and I believe you could race against other players, which is super cool. Um, and taking that and multiplying it by the super, you know, the Tetris 99 approach is really, really awesome. I'm super into this. It also um, sort of points out why Nintendo was so swift with the cease and desist for that fan-made Super Mario uh, Battle Royale game that was going around a couple months mm-hmm. ago. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they, man, they pounced on that one quick. 
Um, but yeah, I, I hope that this is something that grows. Uh, I'm a little worried about, and this will become a running theme for this episode, but this is a timed, this is basically a timed release that will disappear. I don't disappear. understand that for this at all. Yeah, I believe they said that with Tetris 99 to begin with. I could be mistaken, but that one seems to have stuck around and it's gotten regular tournaments and themes. And so, uh, to me, this looks like one of those things where you could you could build and grow off this platform for a very long time. Like you could you could infuse this with Mario 2 or Mario World graphics like there's this is such a great sort of base for an maybe, idea of a game. Maybe it'll be only available until March 31st through Nintendo Switch online and right. then you can buy right. it. That's that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, because this this is coming exclusively to Nintendo Switch Online members, but only uh, available October first, but only available through March thirty first. But I like well, well, I don't like, but I do think that it's probably an interesting take for Nintendo to to have it exclusively free to NSO players uh, through the thirty first, and then offer it to everyone for you know ten bucks, whatever. Uh, yeah. I actually don't think they'll do that. I, I think this is what you're seeing now is the strategy that they tried to implement with the Satella view on the Super Famicom back uh-huh. in the 90s, where it, it it's almost like old school linear television, not like modern streaming TV, where there are special events that are going on and everybody gets excited and everybody rallies around it. And 50,000 people are watching concurrently on Twitch. Um and then they replace the experience with something new. So it becomes almost this, this live event circuit for them, but on their console. I think, they, I think they've been meaning to do this for a long time. Obviously, see Satellaview back in the days via satellite. Right. Um, and so uh, I, I think this is what Nintendo Online is going to be. I think they will have these limited experiences that you can enjoy. And you better jump in now, otherwise you're going to miss it. And then, of course, like a year later, they'll bring it back and they have some new levels or, you know something like that they just don't have enough titles like tetris 99 and this to do that um strategy yet but i think this might be the start of it yeah i think it's an interesting idea um i'm admittedly terrible at the original mario brothers like i i'm just so bad at that that original game that i don't you know i don't necessarily see myself playing a ton of this and trying to win any of these competitions but for folks that are into speed running for folks that love tetris 99 and love mario like i think this is a really cool really cool deal um i am however pretty darn good at mario kart and we did get an interesting new take on the mario kart series today uh in the form of mario kart live home circuit uh nintendo taking a toyetic approach here with this new mario kart where it's a remote controlled ar game based on tracks that you build out of the stuff in your house this looks crazy uh pear this seems like something that you would be the first person to jump aboard on so why don't you tell me a little bit about this well zach i will definitely buy this um yeah no, no it's, kidding it's, this we've talked about this so many times like whenever we think nintendo is done doing the crazy toy maker stuff they would mm-hmm. want out like this right and like mm-hmm. this is kind of like it's it's halfway between labo and halfway between yeah. remote control cars yeah. and a little pokemon go mixed in right like this is kind of like the amalgamation of um of toys to life but not centered around collection this is mm-hmm. more like you know some of the some of the uh, what was that racing track thing that you could build? Uh, we had one in the office too, but like it's it's a little bit more like that where you have real life racing, but then they add a virtual element to it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see how much fun it is to play. Right, Mario Kart is fun because it's super fast. You can play against lots of people, and the tracks are outrageous. Uh, my son's room is outrageous. Be really interesting to see if if this track could survive that one. 
Um, yeah. But like, I think in the end, it is it is going to be like a cool novelty that you'll play, and it's it's definitely this could be one of those super hot Christmas toys, right? Where every yeah. kid who sees this commercial, I don't know, watch do kids still watch commercials? Anyone who sees <laughs> this, um, kids are gonna want this. This looks yeah. so cool. Uh, toy be... toy commercial YouTube is like a huge, huge industry. Like kids, I, I worried about that too because I was like, do kids even buy toys anymore? But yeah, that that yeah. stuff goes nuts. I would uh, you I would do watch need commercials. The switch for it, right? Yes, so it's not, yes, you do need the switch. Yeah. And I also I noticed it it only comes in two different versions, Mario and Luigi, and I wonder how many younger siblings are going to be upset about being stuck with the Luigi one. But <laughs> why not? Why not a third version? Why not also Peach? Why can't we get Maybe Mario, I think, Luigi, and Peach? Good call. I think, is it two different versions or is the Luigi one the add-on car? Um, I think it's just the two different cars, I mean. <laughs> did yeah. any, did, gotcha. Oh, yeah, the, and it says the software is a free download when you have the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The did cars, any of you yeah. immediately start just, like, scanning your oh, homes and apartments? 100%. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually, that was actually what I was going to ask you guys next, is, like, how, how many of us were watching this and, like, looking around thinking, like, I could get them under there, I could get them over here, he can go up over this thing. Right, like, yeah. yeah. Can well, I build my a ramp? Like my apartment's mostly carpeted, so I was immediately like, "Oh no, this is not going to work. I should move. You know, I should figure." I it should out. move. <laughs> yeah. I, my my house is my house is the configuration of my house is really weird. It's if you know what an Eichler home was with these like 1960s modern uh, homes that had an atrium in it, so they had like mm-hmm. an opening in the middle of the house, so like almost like a circle. Um, mm-hmm. And then my house was one burnt down and the dude who rebuilt it made it as a two story. So my second story is basically this 360 walkway and you can see the first floor from up there. So that's it's sick. That's cool. Track. It's yeah. like, yeah. And you'll have greyhounds jumping across as obstacles. Of course. I honestly figured oh, you really already nice. you already had this pair. It's <laughs> 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 one of those things I just thought you had. Baked in. You're like a big you're like a car guy and a Nintendo guy and you have the square footage for it. I figured you just, you just had this. Yeah, this was one hundred percent. Like, as soon as I saw this, I was like, I know Pear is going to be on the front lines for this. Like, I know he's going to run out and get this day one. Well, even even if it's not fun to play in the end, it's just the tech is so clever, and like yeah. the idea to make these cars with with cameras on them. It's like it's such a clever take on the AR and the Toys to Life genre in one. And mm-hmm. then uh, you know there there are a couple of things that they had these little track elements that look like Labo honestly right. right like the little gates it did say that track elements are sold separately so we'll see what the what this looks like if it's a hit maybe they'll release add-on packs and little ramps and stuff like that but right. that'd be super yeah, cool I, th- I think it's really clever and the the team behind it they haven't. Um, they, it's a bunch of veterans that uh, founded this studio, right? Velen Studios, people who worked on Nintendo games in the past, and like apparently they've been they've been working on this thing for a while. Um, and they're going to release a on their website. They're going to release a blog about the creation, the the kind of like idea behind it, what sparked it, and stuff. So I'm I'd be super interested to, to read. I'd be super interested to read that because uh, the the only thing that I, like that was a detraction to me when I was watching this this trailer was like how how well do these carts actually work? You know, when you're hit with obstacles like uh, the freeze block or the blue shell or something like. What does that mean when the cart stops? Are you trying to avoid those carts when you're you know controlling it? What happens when your your Bluetooth from or whatever is connecting the carts to your switch cuts out? Like uh, a lot of questions to be answered there. But if it's a veteran team that's that's you know tried and tested, I think that that speaks to hopefully the quality of this game. The, um, yep. 
Go ahead, I was going to say real quick, the really interesting thing to me is that there there are, in this video, there's a lot of kids, the kids are basically making uh, out, outside of universe obstacles. Like mm -hmm. there's like the, a barrier that falls down. And like, yeah. how does, how does your little Mario man know that he got hurt in real life? Like, I understand how digitally he can send the message back to the physical cart, but if the physical cart just hits a wall, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe That's the, yeah. maybe the camera can detect the, uh, see the obstacle. Yeah, you know? I wonder if it would yep. notice my cat in like live, live. Night. I hope so. You know? God, I hope that would be so cool <laughs> if it could detect. I pets. love. I love. By the way, I love the notion. Like in the digital game, the character gets hit by a turtle shell, and then the cart stops. You notice right. that, right? So yeah. Like the way it's synced together, it's just really clever. Uh, Crazy toy maker. And it's we, also we'll know four more. Player local co-op, which is really nice. <laughs> Yeah, you only need I, although the idea of, of cramming four of these little carts like into my house seems uh, pretty <laughs> you difficult. You got to get a bigger house, Zach. Any, any Jesus. Uh, <laughs> we, we will know more about this game relatively soon because it drops next month, uh, October 16th. Uh, but then, of course, the, the big announcement today, the one that I think everybody is here for, is uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Uh, you know, we, we heard this supposed leak back in February, I think, that this 3D collection was coming. Um, Obviously, we've had several episodes of NVC where we've talked about, you know, whether or not we were going to get this, what it would look like, what the games were. Um, today, we found out that this game is coming. This collection is coming to us on September 18th, um, and it is Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and uh, Mario Galaxy. Um, each of these games uh, are coming in higher resolution and getting the, the 16 by 9 treatment. Uh, 64 specifically is in uh, 960 by 720 in handheld and TV mode, uh, Sunshine and Galaxy, uh, 1920 by 1080 in TV, 1280 by 720 in handheld. Uh, mm -hmm. These games, what they showed off, looks gorgeous. Um, I think it's a smart collection. Uh, I see some people lamenting the the lack of Mario Galaxy 2, but I, I'm I'm really pleased with with this collection. I, I pre-ordered it immediately. Um, Pear, let, let's start with you. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about 3D All Stars? I mean, first of all, do you think they're do you think they're holding out for a second 3D collection that's going to follow this? That's going to have like Mario Land and Galaxy Two in it, or um, ooh, it's, it's maybe it's kind of it's kind of what else would you put there though? Uh, what else? I'm sure there's another 3D game we're, we're forgetting, right? Mm. Um, and so they actually don't technically consider the. Uh, 3D World and 3D Land as part of the sort of open world Mario timeline. Like they put out this yeah. graphic a while back. You guys have probably uh -huh. you've seen it, right, Zach? Where mm -hmm. it, it shows it shows like uh, these games, Sunshine, Galaxy 64, on sort of one plane, and underneath is the 3D Land, 3D World stuff, which is really yeah. odd. But yeah, so I mean, my first reaction was like, first of all, I'm super happy to be able to play these again easily. I do have a Wii U and a GameCube hooked up. Right now, my N64 is not hooked up. And so just mm -hmm. being able to play these games so easily on the Switch and have access to them is just wonderful. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. really excited for that. I'm also excited that they're bundling them instead of, you know, selling them separately for too much money. I also, you know, I was a little disappointed that they didn't do a full remake on Mario 64, right? Like, that's right. the game that is, from a design perspective, so absolutely 
awesome. Like the the world, you know, it's a smaller world and everything is so well put together that the only limitation to some people's enjoyment today will be that he looks really blocky and it's limited and it's a four by three game still, right? Like the, despite the up res, um, mm-hmm. it's not widescreen. So right. all, all of that, I would have loved if they had gone all out and at least redid this one with the, the textures and the look of, of Mario Odyssey. But, right. you know, it's also nice to have this classic, um, you know, running uh, nicely and in the higher resolution. Now, I, I think the other I think, two games. Yeah, I was just going to say, I right. think the Mushroom Kingdom at the end of, of Odyssey was kind of a cruel tease. You know, yeah. like, I, I think yeah. that, that we seeing that was like, oh, if they did a 64 uh, remake in this engine, that would be like such a delight uh, and such a, a, a nice homage to one of the most important games of all time. Yeah. Um, and I, I do see that, that you know, uh, on Twitter, around the Internet, people are are disappointed that these aren't more remakes than remasters. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I personally... I think that just having a version of Mario 64 that is clean and and less murky and and very sharp in this resolution is totally fine for me. Like I just want to play that game again and this is a, a perfectly feasible, perfectly workable version of that. Yeah, and I I would say that Galaxy is a very pretty game and mm-hmm. the only disappointment I had with Galaxy when it came out was that it was running on Wii, which mm-hmm. was the odd console out and not supporting HD at all right and um so getting that one in a higher resolution i think it's actually going to look really pretty had really nice lighting sunshine so there are some tweaks you can already see it in the trailer there there are a couple of um corners in the original sunshine that really slow down they showed the manta ray level for example that one was a mess it could crawl like it could go to like four frames per second remember that. that low and um you know so i do think that they address a lot of that hopefully they removed some of the very punishing um background filtering like the the blur um as they did with wind waker when they ported mm-hmm. wind waker to the wii u like if you mm-hmm. go back to the original gamecube version the game is very blurry because of that that attempt to um you know create this kind of depth of field look and so i'm hoping they they fix a lot of that one thing that really should have been addressed with sunshine is the lighting engine uh the lighting I don't know if you remember when you start the game, it looks very gray and very drab. And it's because of this, this concept of um, having the sun obscured. And so a game can look really ugly until you get, you clean up and you let the sun come through. And then there are also some really pretty parts of the game, especially the little uh, bonus stages where you use your flood mm-hmm. background, they, the yep. kind of like wooden structures and stuff. Yeah. It's still a pretty game. Um, and I think it'll look really nice, but I wish they I, had touched it up just a little bit. I was impressed with how, how good it looked just in the, the trailer. Like, I, I was pretty taken aback at... You know, Sunshine is the only game in this collection that I've only played once, and I was pretty okay. surprised to, to see see that and think, like, oh, yeah, this looks much better than I remember it. Uh, Casey, Brian... It gets I, I, I grief. Yeah, it gets yeah. a lot of grief, oh. but it's actually much better than people remember. I, I've recently I, replayed it. Yeah, we were talking about this in another channel, but, um, you know, we were talking about how... Super Mario Sunshine had a lot working against it because it had to follow Mario 64. Um, and I think that people, I hope that people now having an opportunity to play it removed from that conversation will will see that it is a very, very good game. Uh, Casey and Brian, I wanted to ask you guys, what what do you think uh, of these three games? Which one will you be starting with? Casey, let's, let's start with you. Which one do you want to jump into first? So I was kind of hoping that I think like most people that we would be getting a full remake of Mario 64 because it's just Mm -hmm. the oldest one in this collection. But I think the value of having all three in one makes me feel a lot better about repurchasing these games. Mm -hmm. But I do, 
I have a confession to make. I actually never finished Mario Sunshine or Mario Galaxy. I played them for Perfect. many, many hours, but I just never finished them. I actually have this problem with a lot of games. So Nin- Nintendo yet. never finished Mario Sunshine. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, like I love that game, but that it sort of it sort of falls apart by the end. Like it's yeah. oh, kind of famously rushed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Now I'll get to finish the unfinished game on the Switch. I think I'll, I'll think I'll start with Mario Sunshine because mm-hmm. for, I think that's the one I played the least as well. So I have the the least like recollection about that one. Yeah. yeah so I want to I want to re up on that. With Mario it's the Sunshine. longest to go for most people, right? Because sixty four mm-hmm. saw a re release on the on the on the three DS. Yeah. yeah, right. Six, or on the regular sixty four has yeah. been uh, ported a few times, actually. I mean, most recently on, the Wii U. Yeah, it was on the Wii U. Um, you know, Galaxy uh, one and two also came Wii to Wii U. So Sunshine is the only one that's been sort of like locked to one mm-hmm. spot uh, yeah. until you know 3d world obviously but that's much more recent i think i'm going to play through these chronologically i love mario 64 Me and it's too. been i 100 sunshine god i yeah just looking at that level where he jumps on those blocks the um, sound effects <laughs> of the enemies are so good yeah um so yeah i'm going to play through chronologically it's i haven't played galaxy since it since i 100%ed it when it initially released same with sunshine uh, I, I really remember i retweeted uh, somebody put up a picture of their like receipt buying this game 18 years ago the same day i believe the wave bird came out which was like 30 bucks just awesome day for Nintendo my fans. wave bird still works yeah mine too yeah. mine too super yeah, cool look how good that uh, looks it looks really nice still yeah, yeah. there was there was a, a lot of really cool stuff in 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 uh sunshine that got pretty challenging and yeah man uh galaxy looks really good here mm-hmm. I, you're totally right like having only yeah. seen it in i've seen some videos of it running you know pirated on uh emulators and stuff like that on dolphin on pc um you're i think you're always going to get something better looking there i i'm with you guys a little bit and that i would have liked to see a slightly slightly more effort here the big thing that i think everybody is is talking about here is why these why these games are going away in right. march yeah. It feels uh-huh. it feels bizarre to me. It's extremely uh, like 1990s Disney Vault. They pulled crap yeah. like this all the time, where they'd be like, "Pocahontas is available on VHS for the next two weeks," and then it's going away. And it's just to it is literally just to eventize something, stir up a lot of consumer interest, and then you know yank the rug out from everybody. Um, and I do feel that it's it is separately. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit anti-consumer. I do think that in a in a time where uh, people are sort of you know feeling the the pinch on their wallets a little bit more than ever, that it's 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 not really the best move. I I don't think it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing to do. It's not something they've really done before, um, and so I don't really see the need for it. Uh, I understand making the physical copy something that is a limited run. Um, but on the flip side, this is something that they're going to be, they're going to sell millions of copies of. And so mm-hmm. why not just keep it in the market, especially removing it from digital shops? What does that mean for yeah. those of us who download it? Um, and, you know, you, like I, I get worried about stuff like that, you know, yeah, you I, I, they, they did that with the Wii version, right? Like the Wii, uh, Mario collection thing, all the anniversary thing. They, they discontinued that initial kind of special edition pack and then they did the classics lineup and then they re-released it, but they, it didn't have all the kind of like the extras and pack-ins in it. So I, I don't right. know. We'll see. I bet they'll just release them separately digitally. Well, yeah, to, to I me, think it's, that's 
I think that that's definitely the the case here is that, you know, we're going to get them for 60 bucks in, in one package, which honestly, like I would have preferred to see these three games at like 39 99 for a collection. I think that would have been just a home run, but I think that these are going to be 65 or $60 for this package. And then down the road, they're going to release each one for, you know, 25 or 30 bucks individually, or maybe Mario 64 for less and then, you know, scaling up for each subsequent release. But yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not a great look. I don't feel, but I do. I'm not surprised that this is Nintendo's approach here because like Brian said, this is something that is, this is a practice that's been utilized by companies since the nineties where it's like, this is an exclusive thing. This is a window of exclusivity, like get it now before it goes away to try and bolster sales. Um, we are, we are running also, pretty short on time. Oh, I sorry. Did, go ahead, Casey. I did just want to clarify real quick that this is limited with release time, not production. Mm-hmm. So as far right. as we know, they will make plenty of them to be purchased. It's just after that date, you can no longer purchase it. So Correct. I wouldn't yeah. be worried about the physical copies being gone <laughs> immediately yeah. this is something that people in nintendo in our podcast forums on facebook were talking about like if you're jerks if you buy more than one but i don't think that's the case of limited production at least maybe i don't know i could be wrong about that yeah right yeah i wouldn't I, be surprised I, if, I wouldn't be surprised if we see people scrambling to find physical copies of this it's just sort of antithetical to the sort of historian aspect of making these games playable for the first time for modern audiences for so long only to take it away from them like i I, that's such a bummer to me it's like just make this a permanent fixture make it part of the selling point of switch i mean just saying you can play you know two of the best 3d mario games of all time and super mario sunshine in the same place uh on switch is a really you know it's a really good it's a good thing to do to sell consoles yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we do have to wrap it up here pretty quickly, but uh, one last thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, some additional Mario merch. Uh, Casey, why don't you tell us yeah. about this uh, Black Milk collab? So I just wanted to give you guys a PSA. So we saw just two pieces from Black Milk, and I'm actually wearing this. So this sleeveless shirt is the Business Time shirt, and it looks like that's what the um, mushroom, uh, yeah, the, the mushroom <laughs> shirt that we saw in that stream is. But I wanted to give this PSA because this is launching on October 5th. If you want this Mario collection, you have to go to Blackmail Clothing before that day, make an account and make a wish list. And then immediately, as soon as it launches, literally the minute, like the second that it is available to purchase, you need to immediately add your wish list to your cart and check out. You can't have second thoughts. You just have to know and immediately do it. The Pokemon collection sold out in two minutes. Mm-hmm. You just have to be ready and do that. So too that's much it. Stress. Yeah, too much stress. <laughs> so if you I'm want not that buy stuff, the lady fans for myself. <laughs> you have to be immediate. <laughs> and um, also, we have a wiki page on how to get the limited uh, Mario pins. It's a series of different missions that you have to do through your My Nintendo account. Um, so yeah, just if you look up how to get the Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary pins, IGN wikis, that page will pop up. And they did. They did also announce that if you if you wear the lady pants while you play with the Mario Kart, you can unlock exclusive power up. So that's just that's a heads right. up there. You're gonna need. You have to show to... it to the little Mario cards. But Pear, um, in order for that to work, you have to wear the lady pants and you have to tweet okay. a picture of yourself wearing the lady okay. pants. Yeah, so that's just, true. Just keep that in mind if you want those power ups. Um, that is about all the time we have. That is about all the time we have for this episode. This this brief pickup episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, no no listener questions this week. Uh, or this episode, but uh, go ahead and send us those questions about this Mario collection and all these Mario announcements, and we'll address them next week on the show. Um, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, NBC, 
typically drops at 3 p.m. on Thursdays unless there's huge Nintendo news, and then we try our best to scramble and make up for it. Um, thanks for listening, and remember, this is the only place where you can get the thing. Get the, thing. Get the lady pants. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.